This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David Arquette runs the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this shit? Show. Be so awful, Mr. McMahon. I didn't think it was. By Angro on a pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. McMahon and the family, the rock, they screwed us all. Now you're the editor, right? Mankind did it! Jumpy, jumpy, uh, beep, beep. Goldberg steered Russo out of the cage. I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is... Vince Russo's The Brand. Everybody to Master Shoot Theater. Oh. I am Vince Russo. This is the head of the Discipline Committee Chairman, the great Ben Hakameen. What is going on, uh, Ben? Oh man, it's been quite a quite a two weeks in, in pro wrestling, man. So uh, you know, we appreciate everybody tuning into the live streams, the watch alongs, the pay-per-views. It's been uh, crazy in the in the chats, and everybody is, seems to be, I don't know, I say capitalizing off other people's misfortune, but uh, you know, the most hardcore wrestling fans are here at channelattitude.com, and we've been doing uh, great stuff with Sports Gita you have on it, and I've, Steve and I have been on Cafe de Renee, and you know the crossover has just been uh, great with everybody uh, being able to get some views and, and entertain people. So I'm just not sure, are we doing Master Shoot now, or is this the Raw Review? We are going, this is guys, what we're going to do. Obviously, you guys can see that uh, Stevie is away on assignment today. Yeah. Um, so this is the game plan with me, me and Ben. We're going to we're going to cover the Raw show here today, right here on this show. Master Shoot Theater, bro. I want to go soup to nuts, A through Z, on uh, with Ben on the situation with CM Punk. We're going to dedicate Master Shoot Theater to that show. Um, Okay, you just because you not to jump on it, you introed this as master shoot. So I just want to try to bro, guys. Oh, come on. I, I just woke <laughs> I, I even pushed up the start time to 7 30 for right, right now. Right. No, we're gonna do the raw review show okay. here, and then we're gonna uh, we're gonna jump over to master shoot theater. It's gonna be just me and Ben. We're gonna go through A to Z, bro. You, you know what? I you know what I want to um. You know how I think we need to start referring to our fans as, bro? Mm. We have civilized fans, bro. Our fans are very civilized. And I think if you if you sign up for Russo's brand, if you sign up for the Hameen Media Group, bro, I think what you're looking for is just explanations, answers, logic, yeah. facts. I think that's what you're looking. I'm not, you know, bro, not, not for anything, uh, you know, and bro, I didn't listen to it. I just see that he's trending. So I'm like, oh, why is he trending? You know, bro, people, we've discussed this, uh, Ben, 
you know, when you, when you have your Jim Cornettes and you have your, uh, you know, uh, Eric Bischoffs, who are my former colleagues? I don't think pe- people still don't grasp these guys are playing characters and they never stopped playing characters. So Jim Cornette doesn't even know where real Jim Cornette starts and, 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 Fake Jim Cornette begins. So everything is a wrestling freaking promo of who's a douchebag and who's a dipwad. And he's been calling me a shit stain for freaking 30 years. And he goes on and on and people can't wait. Oh my God, bro. We can't wait for his, for him to drop his next YouTube, bro. That's why they're not our freaking customers because when this whole situation came down and this is what me and ben are gonna do bro we're gonna look at tony khan's point of view we're gonna look at we're gonna look at cm punk's point of view we're gonna look at how this whole thing started how it progressed over god i don't even think punk was there for a year we're going to talk about the progression we're going to talk about what this means to aew we're going to break it down in a civil civilized manner i'm not i'm not bash at the beach freaking vince russo ben hameen is ben hameen in, in in a wrestling ring but i think you know bro here you're going to get just truth logic facts explanation We'll break it down for you. And, and really, bro, I, I, I believe, Ben, that that's what our fans are all about. Well, anything less would be uncivilized. Can we meld Can we meld the uh, insults and just call you the pathological shit stain from now yeah, on? Yeah, that, that, that would be – that would sum it up, bro. Those, those three words would sum it up. But, like, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing the cornet stuff, and I'm like, like, really, bro? Like, Really? Not that those two guys don't have it and that they aren't, you know, feeding the beast of trolls that that sub to their stuff. They know where their money is. Um, but what you're talking about is credibility. And not to say that other people or, you know, moment makers like Ronaldo Piven and others can't have their uh, little take or their hot take on stuff. Go ahead. You want it. No, go ahead, guy. Finish up, man. I, I do have a brand new clip for you, a brand okay, new one. Go excellent, ahead, ben. Go excellent. Ahead. Uh, you know, not to say, oh, you guys can't have a YouTube channel, but there was so many. Just because you watch one thing, like the YouTube algorithm blows it up with all these fanboys who are now experts on everything, and uh, they have their cute little armchair quarterback name or whatever their insider term is for their stupid fucking little channel, and they're getting views from other people who are completely clueless, who've never trained, who've never sacrificed, who've never talent handled, who've never been in the ring to conduct the symphony, and but they're experts, don't you know, on what what's good or what how bad Tony Khan made a decision and and all these stupid things. And, and don't even have an idea of what a locker room is even like, what locker room etiquette is, and how to be in this mafia. But they're all out there running their cocksucker, getting fucking views, thinking that they know what's going on because they've been fanboys since they were seven years old and saw the pipe bomb promo. And really, in their little small minds, can't even quantify that of what that shit really was or meant during the time that it was done. Um, so... 
whatever it is and whoever wants to protect punk because he's a ticket seller or, or what have you, uh, you know, and they, they put that above all other things. You, they have no idea what that can do to offset the climate of the entire company, the entire show you know, uh, that the fans now can hijack the show that now the boss is going to go out and try and smooth things over and get ripped apart to only go back and cry backstage. Like, we we have a, a complete uh, shit of cane, as uh, Jim Leahy would say. We're in the eye of the shit of cane, and uh, these these hangers on that you know, like I said, run your YouTube channel, create content. That's awesome. I have a bunch of pundits on HMG who love wrestling and are in the trenches running the community. I'm not gonna say they can't produce because they didn't live it. Well, there's a lot of them out there, and you know, Cornette and Bischoff. They're doing their thing, but I, I can hear it in Cornette's reviews of, I know MJF's talking to him. I know that Punk is talking to him. I've seen these guys protected, and I've seen them do shit work on camera, and then when it's time for those guys to rip them apart, there's it always comes with some little caveat how they're over because they're talking to them behind the scenes, just like we do with plenty of, allegedly, with plenty of stars from every every other place and, and that you know we consulted. I can hear the cons- the consultation work in their fucking presentation when they should be ripping apart that main event at Wembley. The, he's, he, the, the wrestling purist of Southern fried bullshit that Cornette is. No, we'll, we'll add all these little caveats why it was right to do that. No, when the, the psychology of the match, the producer of the match, Everything business-wise was an absolute rib on the business, playing nostalgia and playing wrestler instead of being the stars they claim to be. But when you hear those guys not hold certain dudes' feet to the fire, you know they're in on it. You know the emails are there, the texts back and forth. They stooge themselves off. But that's only, I think, for workers who would recognize that, yeah. not the fanboys who just feed and want to comment in the in the uh, YouTube comments. You, you know, Ben, it, it blows my mind, bro, because I, I can remember, bro, I remember what, when I really started watching baseball, bro, it was the 69 Mets. It was the world champion 69 Mets. I was eight years old. Yeah, been to this day. So I, I'm watching baseball from 69 to th- 2023 and, you know, avidly, bro, to this day, I, I wouldn't. There is no way in the world that I would attempt to tell you what goes on in the manager's office. When the manager pulls the player in, what is that conversation? What is his tone? I, I wouldn't even begin to try to tell you, but but all these freaking people, bro, they know how it is behind the curtain. They they've been behind the curtain. They've lived behind the curtain. Like, oh my, they don't have a clue, bro. None, none. Or the fact that they'll go at con and be like, you just fucked your whole company, you idiot. You don't know what you did. I saw some a kid got, can't be 22 years old. Maybe just got pubes last year. Fucking, uh, you know, putting over like. You idiot. And this is what you did. And you sacrificed for these guys who aren't the draw that this guy, this kid has no, like, it's, it's statements like that to get 160,000 fucking hot take views on TikTok. And the kid is just talking out his ass. And you, in, you know, they, they, they have no idea what this business is about, the egos or what can go down backstage or how you need to talent handle that and manage it. So the biggest egos, 
still aren't over the office, the office will step on the biggest motherfuckers and show them that you're only over because I say you're over. And that's really what went down with punk. Like nobody wants to live vicariously through a uh, skinny comic book guy with bad tattoos, except other ring of honor marks from Chicago who think they're smart to the biz and in new Japan style. And why is he over? Because he cut a pipe bomb when everybody else is having to do kindergarten level creative. <laughs> they let him go out and sit down and shoot bang, bang what's on the sheets. And then you're protected by Heyman, by Danny Davis at OVW, by Cornette from OVW. And that's pretty much as far as it goes. And that's where the credibility comes in for these Mark fanboys, where the boys in the back <laughs> and Triple H and every other person's going, are you fucking kidding me? This is the fucking guy, bro. And then, hey, he's a real badass. He was WWE champion. Go to UFC. Exposed. Exposed in in, in one round. You know what I mean? So yep. if Tony Khan's really fearing for his life, I would go hire uh, Mike Jackson and uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, who's the other guy who beat him? Um, fucking uh, from UFC. Mickey, uh, I want to say Mickey Gall, yeah. And have those guys be security. Personal security for Tony Khan if he's that feared for his life. So it's just a perfect yeah. shitstorm of uh, of weak-minded people and big egos. And like you said, there needs to be a heavy to step on the boot, uh, step on the face of these fucking guys and show them that your bullshit ain't going to fly here. Let them go off. Let them do their big promo, look in their face and go, <laughs> that was cute. Now here's what we're really going to do. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a little teaser, bro. We're going to discuss the entire situation and break it down on masters. <laughs> ben, what was that movie? What was that movie where they started from the end and work backwards? Hmm. So, very popular movie it's not inception is it no not inception it was another movie and it was i know you saw the movie because it was a very edgy movie about some guy that lost his memory or something i think yeah, it, began I, it, might, it might be it might be about me because i've lost my yeah. memory okay well, well there, there was this movie uh i think it began with an m i i don't know i know it began with an m anyway we're going to start from backwards and move forward because okay. I think backwards on this show is the most important thing. Okay. A bit, Ben, I know it begins with an N and it's. I'm, I'm going to look it up right yeah, now. Yeah, I know that. I know you are. Some guy, I think he loses his memory and we go fr- backwards. We start at the end of the movie and go to the front of the movie. Memento? Memento. Yes, that's yeah. the name of the movie. Great movie, by the way. Because, Ben, I think at the end of this movie, is the most significant the, the the last three seconds is the most significant part of this very Ooh, this, show. this is interesting because i have i have something uh, that maybe we're on the same page group mind and we haven't talked about this yeah part, so I, I i don't think we are because i think you you'd know what i was gonna say immediately okay okay and bro i really believe this this one item which clearly shows you that this company is on absolute cruise control. Um, we're making money hand over fist. Um, it, all we got to do is put on a show. All we got to do is fulfill our contracts. Um, and, and I think it, it, if it isn't clear to everybody in the last three to five seconds of this show, I don't know what else to tell you. So, Ben, as usual, end of the show, Gunther retains his title. Intercontinental ch- uh, champion, 
period, show over. Okay? Ben, what are they going to be up against next week? Monday Night Football kickoff, Giants in Dallas, I believe. And you mean to tell me you're not even going to attempt to have any kind of a cliffhanger? Nothing, bro. Nothing. Nothing to draw one fan to next week's show. Mm. Next Monday, bro, Monday Night Football, two of the biggest freaking markets and Ben, this is how you're going to end your show? That's not how I'm going to end it, but that's how they ended it. <laughs> I mean, what 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 does that tell you, Ben? It, it's it's brutal because uh, what keeps happening is we have a pay per view that has a shitty build, then we have a great pay per view, and then the follow up we do no business off of the pay per view or the business that we should be doing, we screw up like the Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, Seth Rollins stuff, and the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn stuff on the pay-per-view felt like they had the right idea going in, and then the day of, they switched the finishes, and and nothing coming out of it makes any sense going into this show, especially the Shinsuke and Seth stuff, because they put over that Seth has two fractures in his lower lumbar spine. They, then production spends how many countless hours doing – uh, a great anime cartoon of Shinsuke. They finally listen to us allegedly and have Shinsuke doing promos that are overdubbed or not overdubbed that have subtitles and he's more comfortable. And this is the best version of him we've ever seen. And then he he should definitely beat Seth who has two fractures in his fucking back. If he knows that and exploit it to make a heel on the pay-per-view instead a guy with broken back can beat you and everything we put investment wise with you means nothing whatsoever at all. And where's the heat on management that they're letting a guy with fucking a broken back get out there and work. God damn it. You're the workhorse. I don't care if your back's broken or not. This was the perfect time to put Shinsuke over Let this guy take time off only to come back after Shinsuke gets some heat and take it back off him. Instead, nope, we switch the finish at two in the afternoon. Everyone's going, what the fuck at the end of the pay-per-view? And then on Raw, Seth, the champion, they they know they got it wrong. They know they got it wrong and that, that they went home without the heat. Seth offers the heel another chance at the title, and the heel says, nah, I'm good. <laughs> None of this makes any sense in in the conventional storytelling. Name any other story in the history of mankind where the babyface overcomes the dragon and then the babyface goes, come on, dragon, you want round two? And dragon goes, nah. (laughs) It's, it's, It's the absolute stupidest storytelling. And then they try and course correct the next night. And everybody is just like, even on commentary, well, I don't know why he would turn down a, another title fight w- right now with a guy who's already injured. And then, oh, get Ricochet out there for him to beat. Why? Because Seth's back is probably so fucked up that he can't even work right now. Well, well bro, you and I know damn well why Nakamura tor- turned it down. 
He's going to have the match on his time, bro. Oh, it's it's my time. I'm going to do it on my time. It's on his time, bro. But, bro, what about this, Ben? I mean, God, could they could they have made it any more obvious that they listened to this show? What about when Chad Gable threw Gunther back in the ring? Yeah, because- and they said it. He can't win on the outside, bro. Like he did, like he did two weeks ago. How oh, are you? Are you guys kidding me? What you didn't know that two weeks ago? You want to know? Another big one on influence too, and I got I, I put this over on HMG shows. The Becky Lynch and uh, Trish Stratus cage match was the best match of both of those women's careers. They oh, wow. were awesome in that match, bro. To kick that show off, they absolutely killed it, and they did a superplex spot. And you could see that they definitely watched Stevie Richards wrestling analysis channel to get it right, to do the legs off, to take the bump. And then even at the end, they had to get the Zoe Stark Z360 shit in that Stevie broke down and said why it's wrong, just as the FU. Then last night, they have Zoe Stark versus uh, Shayna, and <laughs> she hits it and misses it. And on commentary, they have to put over that she didn't get it all because it's not any uh, the right way to do things. And Steve even puts over in his video that if she's going to do it, don't do this flipping one. Just do the go to sleep. What better thing could there have been to reference everything that's going on as an FU yeah. to all of them to, for her to take that right there? So the stooges that they hire are absolutely listening. The coach, the coaches of NXT have reached out to Stevie trying to bite his style. Just put down the quarter million dollars and hire the dude to come in or do it even remotely of what it would cost to actually educate your staff, your workers and, and your producers who keep getting things wrong in the way the business is done. The Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn thing, uh, on the pay-per-view with them losing also a three o'clock switch definitely should have gone over in that match. You can just feel like, well, we need to do something heelish and swerve. So the division storyline between Finn and Damian priest now dead in the water, heel teams unified, like on the same page, all of that is bad choices in the ongoing storytelling that are made at the 11th hour. And then they try and quantify their choices on Monday by having the commentators do all this blah, 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 blah. Well, if they did this and the symbolism means that, and then this, Oh, now I get it. Thanks for smarting me up. It's not the fact that you guys shredded the script at three in the afternoon. It's that I'm not smart enough and I need to to have the story untold by a narrator to me to, to, to drag me along. Bullshit. Yeah. Ben, I want to ask you this, bro, because I've seen them do this so many times. So listen, man, Gable and uh, Gunther work their freaking asses off, bro. No doubt about it. Work their asses off. Good match. Building the match. The people are with Gable. You know, the whole nine yards. Gunther goes over, and I think Gunther should have went over. But again, Ben, I feel this is a case of, Oh man, yeah. You know, if Gable takes Gunther to the, you know, to the limit, even if he loses, he's still going to be over. So we're we're, we're going to let Gable take him to the limit, and then what are we going to have next week? We're going to have a ricochet scenario all over again. Sure. Finally, you Gun, Gable has a great match. His family's there. The little girl's crying. The whole nine yards. Great, bro. And Ben, what are they going to freaking do with him next week? Yeah, job him out again. 
That's what I. That's what I don't understand, bro. That, that and that's the the issue. The, the only real thing in this whole show that 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 even captivated my attention a little bit is when they cut to this daughter crying with real emotion. Everything else on the show was phony as shit, setups, and just like waka waka and mailed in, and not from the performers. From the quality of the show that was wait written, that should be coming wait, off. Of wait, you, wait a minute. I'm not going to sit here and let okay. you say everything was waka waka. <laughs> what about Senior Briefcase, the new briefcase? That I mean, that's waka waka. That that is that was the high point of the show <laughs> that we. Bro, you know, or how about uh, let's get over the fact that you can't see me and we'll uh, do a whole John C. We'll they they, they want to shit on Kenny Omega for wrestling girls or a doll or whatever. That was equally as bad. And we'll, 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 we'll get to all that, bro, because we're 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 working backwards. We got a uh, we got a uh, Jay Uso and uh, Dominic gimmick where Dominic knows what Jay is going through, and this this was just not good acting, bro. Then. No, none of it. And bro, we got Becky cutting a promo, <laughs> and and somebody just walks into the shot. Bro, I watch Raw every week. I have no idea who this woman is. They they don't they don't give her a lower third. They don't give her a nothing. I I got I have to watch and hope that somebody tells me this is Tiffany Stratton. I have yeah. no idea who this girl is, bro. Oh, well, NXT's a third brand. Everybody in the world knows who Tiffany Stratton is, don't you know? Uh, obviously, uh, Hottie, no doubt about it. Uh, in the Florida bubble, I think she's with um, Kaiser Soze from uh, Imperium as well. Uh, but she came in as the Barbie girl, uh, Beverly Hills. Rich bro, bitch she, she's doing Chelsea Green, though, bro. But That's they're not the- doing Chelsea Green with Chelsea Green, yeah. and they should put them together. Yeah, when I'm watching this, uh, my first my first reaction was, oh, okay, bro, so we got two Chelsea Greens now. Okay. But they haven't even done the right – remember when Chelsea Green uh, said three weeks ago, now we're going to start Chelsea's uh, Got Talent to find my new tag partner. See Anybody seen those vignettes yet? <laughs> no? <laughs> what the – like, this is where a writing team absolutely just needs to be held accountable, and so do the producers because – it just shows you that there's so many yes men of like, and we pitch this. Oh, I like that. That looks damn good. Let's go with that. Set it up in the promo next week. Right into the shredder, bro. And the idea is out there. Like the idea, you already put it in the ether. Now everybody looks stupid. Chelsea does. The the writers are, you know, nobody's standing up for the business to get something produced. That's where you almost have to ask for forgiveness and not permission to go just like you would to shoot those remote vignettes. <clears throat> We're going to be here at one o'clock. You're one fifteen. You're one thirty. You're going to do the tap dance routine. You're going to do a magic trick. We're going to tape those two and they're going to be an hour one, an hour two, a raw, even if it's not on the script and on the shooting schedule, just because nobody is following up on anything that is introduced into the timeline. And that makes us all look like idiots at home for watching and investing any time thinking, oh, we're going to get an America's Got Talent with Chelsea Green as the big bitch. Nope, we're not. Ben, and here's another thing I want to ask you, bro. Bro, Ben, when when I was working, okay, any company, it doesn't matter. When I was working, when somebody got hurt, Ben, what that meant was they couldn't wrestle. 
Yeah. That didn't mean they're not on the show. Yeah. I, I, I could have cared less, bro. Okay, bro. They're hurt. They can't wrestle. They're going to be on the show and we're going to figure, you know, we'll, we'll figure something. No problem at all. What, bro, when did it become if you're hurt? You're not on the show. We we got we got Chelsea's uh, tag team partner. What, what's what's what, what's her face again? Sonia Deville. Piper Pippin Pip Pippin ain't oh, on Piper, the show. Piper Nevin. Yeah, Piper she came Nevin in. Ain't yeah. on the show. Kevin Owens ain't on the show. I don't understand, bro. Why can't they appear in street clothes and still play a role on the show? He'd show them all at a medical facility and beds next to each other playing Nintendo. At God, least we got something going on. I don't on. get that, bro. Okay, if they're hurt and they can't work, that's fine. That doesn't mean they shouldn't be on the show. Or if they're hurt, do you at the at the show before? And this shows that hey, I've been told they write their shows a year ahead of time. So yeah, this right, it, it, exactly. Uh, but you know, tape something at payback that's going to be able to be played on the show that seems like they are there or they aren't there and the doctor stops them from being there or what have you so at least we get that continuation but they don't even have that foresight to get this type of stuff done man so yeah. uh, and here's the other thing with injuries this is al snow 101 an injury is an a, a real injury if you have to be taken off tv is an opportunity for a heel to get heat you don't just say the person's injured or whatever, and they're not here this week. They're here this week, and the forklift driver or somebody drops some scaffolding or some bullshit with a chair attack on the opposite leg of what's hurt or the opposite shoulder of what's hurt, so you're not hitting the real injury. Then smart marks will go, well, it was the other arm that was injured, but at least they're off TV, and it's the heel that put them on the shelf, and a heel gets heat that way. Yeah. Instead, they're just like, nope, not here this week. Oh, yeah. okay. I Great. swear, bro, I, I don't get that. Then you got Sammy against Mick McDonough, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it again. Bro, if you couldn't get Bobby Roode over, you, you seriously think you're going to get R.D. McDonough over? Like, you seriously think? This guy will – I said the same thing with Justin Theory when he was getting pushed down our throat. They're never going to get this guy over. He is just another wrestler. McDonough is just another wrestler. Bro, then, Ben, here's what makes me laugh. They do the piece of business with uh, – with Pierce and Jey Uso, and Pierce says, he makes a comment, bro, listen, you came over here, so we got to send somebody to SmackDown, and some people are going to be hot because of who we sent. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, bro, who on this roster matters enough that if you send them over to SmackDown, anybody's going to care? Who? Who on, who on this roster, bro? If you take off of this roster tomorrow, who is anybody going to give a shit about? Yeah, well, here's the thing. Uh, if I'm on Raw and things are the way they are, I'm pumped to go to SmackDown. Why? Because I don't got to stay an extra hour. <laughs> that, that's the first thing. The ratings are higher, and I'm not lost in the shuffle. So it should be people. I'll go. I'll fucking volunteer to go. I'm, uh, you know, like that. That's there. It's better to be on SmackDown. What the hell? Yeah, bro. Then you talked about man. I I gotta tell you, but see, Chris, Doctor Chris disagreed with me last night on on Sports Kid. He said this was good heat. I said this was bad, bad heat, bro. You got an arena full of people. You know, you do have some families. You do got some kids in the arena. 
opera, you're playing scene is music and you're doing all that. And then you're giving the big F you to the crowd there. Yeah, Chris yeah. thought that was great, you know, uh, Ms. Heat. And I said, I, I, I got to be honest, bro. The, the days of Ms. being a heel with Heat are over. They, they've so warded this guy down. He means freaking absolutely nothing. He's never going to get his heat back. If it, if it's me, bro, the only saving grace for Miz right now is to have a good elaborate storyline and turn a freaking baby face. He's not going to get heat by introducing Cena and Cena not being there. He's just going to piss off a lot of people. I mean, Ben, is, is that the right type of heat for a heel? Um, tell me what you think. It's, it's an interesting point because you're baiting the audience who thinks Cena's going to be at all these WWE shows. And like you said, now you've not delivered on one of the biggest names and draws, right? So people are going home like, fuck, I wish you would have got Cena. That's a tough when they think they're going to, to pull that unless Cena was there and they give it to him in a shitty six afterwards for the live house, you know right, what I mean? Right, right, Where right. It's missed right. and da, 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 and they think that uh, it's going to be what have you. Like if, <laughs> if you really wanted to get wrestle crap with it, do the OVW shitty six Miz and I don't give a shit who else, uh, any other deal tag team. Uh, you could put JD McDonough and fucking, uh, Dominic out there together, right. With, with Miz and then two baby faces and act like Cena's there and keep doing the the invisible man thing and then act like you throw him out of the ring and then all of a sudden Cena rolls out from under the ring he comes back and and you and right. does a big right. comeback that way you right. know what you i mean blow so the house up everybody goes home people, happy people would lose their mind right so yeah. so now we've established a phony game that Cena truly can turn invisible whenever he wants and now, how do we play that into the rest of our universe? That it's not just a oh, the catchphrase can't see me, so we'll do it. What now? You have to make it that he is lights out, light, lights down, lights up. That he is there all the time uh, and 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 ever present entity. So that's interesting. Or something happens in other scenes, and all of a sudden, scene is just right there. Were you there the whole time? I don't know. Was I? <laughs> you know, <laughs> if yeah. we want to put it over. But uh, yeah, man, this uh, with the Miz, um, that that is. I don't want to say cheap heat because I get plenty of cheap heat myself. Uh, heat is heat, uh, and taking it away from them and screwing over the fans isn't the kind of heat you want. I, I just go back to. This one segment I had uh, at a rock and roll outdoor show with 2CW and Tommy Dreamer was on on the show. And we had one of the dudes from the band, uh, Framing Hanley, Nixon, the, the lead guy, who's a big wrestling fan. And if Dick Justice beat me in the shitty six, I had to do the Pledge of Allegiance, right? So we go to, we do the vice principal spot, the DJ spot. I go to hit with the flag. He grabs a flag. I turn around, feed in for the big shoulder block, hacksaw, one, two, three. And then I start to do the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of no, I will never do it. (laughs) You know, and it gets a pop, but I go to the back and, and Tommy dreamer dude, along with Brett and a couple others, like as a fanboy, were my absolute favorites, you know, and I want to impress dreamer and I'm thinking I'm over and I did a good job. He goes, Nope, that's not how you do that one. I go, Oh fuck, bro. My heart just sank down to my heels. I go over, hands behind my back, head down like an abused puppy. I'm like, please tell me what I did wrong. He goes, I know you're a student of the game. I know you love this shit. He goes, and I know you're an ECW, Mark. 
And I go, yep. He goes, Paul Heyman would say, you always pay off the stipulation. When you don't, you've cheated the crowd, and that's mm. not the kind of heat that you want. Right. So that's right, dude. That <laughs> that scar is still across me. Like to have Dreamer, I just want to be like, please give me your approval. Yeah, yeah. Nope, that's not how you do that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to work together plenty after that, and I think uh, I earned some respect back. But that that caught me, and I feel like this is that similar scenario of what we're talking about here with a, with a couple tweaks, it could have been different and maybe not the kind of heat longevity wise that is going to do what you wanted to do. It was an immediate slap and tickle of your nuts. You know what I yeah, mean? It wasn't yeah. the right thing. Bro, let me ask you this, this McIntyre riddle Kofi stuff, Chris and I were in a disagreement with this too, for, for a couple of reasons. Chris thinks 1000% there they're turning McIntyre heel. And I'm mm. like, well, bro, that's that's not the way they shot this. They shot this where Drew was saying as a baby face, okay, so let me get this straight. Last week, I accidentally hit your guy with a chair. So this week, you accidentally cost us the match. That That's legit. I, I mean, that's totally legit. And then, bro, at the end of this scene, they're ending it on a close-up of Kofi. So I'm like, wait, wait a minute, bro. I'm I'm looking at this like they're turning New Day. I, I mean, because just the way they shot that and, you know, Drew, you know, being a little like, yeah, okay, bro, that, that was coincidental. Okay. I, I don't know about that. I guess what I'm looking at, bro, is, bro, what are they going to do? They're going to turn Drew McIntyre heel and put him in a program with Riddle and, like, where, where does that get either one of those guys? I think that's uh, choice D because they probably wanted to do it with Orton, right? And now they want to stick to that game plan, so they're trying to build the relationship even though it's nowhere near as over as RK Bro was. Uh, and, dude, last week, holy shit, New Day versus Viking Raiders is one of the hardest-hitting matches yeah. I've seen. They worked a triple heat in that, and that chair to the face was devastating looking but then here comes drew with a sword <laughs> let me run up on you and put heat on you when you could stab me in the throat oh okay and doesn't even raise the sword to be like are you fucking kidding me i could chop your head off right now in front of all these people so it's just a stupid prop again where we're playing braveheart and sammy needs to run back out to be the voice of reason between them uh and, or riddle gets in his face like dude you f me over too then turns and goes Hey, everybody, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, the bipolar bullshit is so fun. If you're pissed off and you saw Jay, then you need to carry that to the ring and make sure uh, that you get in, the, uh, get in the ring and look at, at, at McIntyre. And then they look back up while those guys walk off and then get a course correct moment. Like, fuck them. Let's get back together. Same page, bro. Let's do this. Instead, we're doing sad clown, happy clown at the exact same time, bro. It's so and bro, it's funny that you bring that up because the 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 match before that, okay, but you know the you know the, not the match before that, before that backstage, bro, you have um, uh, Racco Rodriguez mm. against Chelsea Green coming off a pre-tape in the back, and coming off of that pre-tape. Chelsea played her entrance perfectly. Yeah. You you never see that, bro. There, there's always a disconnect where, okay, whatever happens in the back, now we come out and do our normal entrance. She played it 
perfectly, bro. And I swear to God, they never, ever do that, bro. Well, I think you're talking about a performer who understands it. And we put it over, I think, two weeks ago. You said that she's the best actress on this show. I completely agree. And what they're giving her doesn't even showcase or highlight how far she can take it in her character work. I think her and uh, Ludwig Kaiser are... I agree. I was watching him yesterday, bro. Just his ring entrance. Yeah, yeah, with the hands behind the back, the smugness. Yeah, I was watching. You said that to me, bro. So I'm like, let me take a closer look at that dude. And I'm like, yeah, bro, this this guy knows what he's doing. It's what I tell my students. It was taught to me at Improv Olympic. You have to commit to the bit. Right. If, if you're only 80%, they're going to see right through it, and now it's not real. You're, the, the work can handle anything if you approach it with the right respect and play to the height of your character's emotional intelligence. Yeah. So, like, those are all things that I don't know if they were trained to do that. They just are getting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you see those who don't, it, it's a night and day difference uh, yeah. on the show. Absolutely. Bro, two things about this one. Um, man, bro, Shayna Baszler and Zoe was ugly. This, this was ugly. Bro, this looked like, this look. I swear to God, bro, this looked like, okay, man, you've been going to wrestling school. You've been here every day for a month. Now you guys are going to go in there and have your first match. That's what this looked like to me, bro. This was ugly. Well, this was uh, for the upcoming new Facha Brute title to see who's going to win it. <laughs> bro, my grandfather used to say that all the I time. I know, you like a good Facha Brute. Facha, Facha Brute. My grandfather, bro, all the time, Facha Brute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shout bro, out to Olivia Soprano. Bro, now let, let, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Seriously, bro, are these girls being set up? Because this match could not have been any worse. Is this, is this one of these... Uh, we 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 tried we tried because bro this was this was god awful and then to add insult to injury after this god awful match you're gonna freaking bury trish and ronda rousey like <laughs> seriously bro seriously yeah uh, and none of this makes any sense coming off of the, and that's where they try and shoehorn in oh see we did business on the all the stuff we wrapped it up when none of the setup for this of of either woman of where they're going if anything these two <laughs> the facha brutes would be a good uh female tag team together <laughs> you know the, like the, that that's it and all they do is screw faces all the time oh, like, uh, you know bro why was this so bad like you you know you're you're the wrestler you're the technician looking at this from a wrestler's point of view why was this so bad uh we tried to over we tried to go through every step we booked this out step by step by step backstage and once one thing goes wrong that whole house of cards comes crashing down as opposed to going i'm an mma fighter i'm a badass athlete which uh they both i don't know if uh uh, Zoe's an MMA fighter. She is damn athletic and strong. And- yeah, but I think her boyfriend or something is an MMA fighter, and he's trained her, I believe. Well, that, well then why are we not just working, grabbing hold, going back and forth, ground and pound? Instead, we're trying to do all these spots, and they get married to this. And I've worked you know, matches with wrestlers that are high spot guys. And if one thing goes wrong, it's deer and headlights and everything. The footwork goes to shit. We're trying to get back on track and remember where we are. It's that's not pro wrestling. I mean, they should be able to chain back and forth, grab an arm bar, do some MMA shit to get out of it. Reverse arm bar. We just trade back and forth like jazz musicians trading eight bars. That's all they need to do until we go home 
on something or we try and get the Z360 and we get out of it and then go into the Carafuda clutch and choke her out right there. Instead of the clutch, she got back up, clutch her again. So why couldn't she get out of it a second time? She escaped the first time. (laughs) Their psychology is just way off, bro. And uh, that's on the agents not reeling them in. And those girls going, you know, we got to get, we got to kill it on TV tonight. It's our chance. Boom, boom, boom. And you're so married to it instead of just going out there knowing you got the skills, going with the flow and talking to each other and listening to the crowd yeah. of what to do. And no business out of the nah. pay-per-view. They they overbooked it with Trish and her at the end. If anything here, it should have been a, a Trish not running because she's banged up, but some way to distract Zoe that in comes the in comes the choke out. And after you choke somebody out, even though in MMA they do it of, yeah, he got me. I don't need that in wrestling right here of like the ROH handshake right there. They're supposed to be both badasses. Yeah, but that's where they had a Barry Ronda and Trish. <laughs> that's why they, that's that's why I'm why saying. they, they think they're smart with these buttons on the scenes. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it, it, what would have been better there is Zoe to go over and, and uh, Ronda to come back and distract Shayna right there, right? Mm-hmm. Like something along those lines. So, Again, this is not good stuff that's written at the 11th hour, bro. Bro, I'm going to tell you a missed opportunity in a second um, that could have given them literally at least three months of programming. But let's get, bro, let's just get to how the, how, how uh, Rackle is back there with Pierce and how this match is made. Bro, could they get any lazier in making matches, bro? Like it's it's pathetic, pathetic. It's ab- It's one thousand percent pathetic, bro. They write the show a year ahead of time. I don't understand why it's like this. Uh, this goes uh, back to what I was saying earlier. How do you not have Monday, Friday, Saturday, and Monday written? All of that, even even if we're not talking about three months of business, every those five shows need to influence each other in the way the payoff comes and then the retribution or the fallout after on Monday. And we're not getting that. We're not getting any of that type of stuff. Bro, let me tell you what a missed opportunity. And bro, this, this to me, this was such a missed opportunity that one of two things are going to happen. Either they didn't miss the opportunity and they're going down this road, or they're going to put a Chad Gable Somebody's going to watch this show and say, yeah, we need to do that. Okay. Ben, here's what they should have done. And bro, this could have been the end of the show. Remember we said there's no cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. If I'm writing this show, this is the, uh, this is the end of the show because now we're getting to the, um, we're getting to the in ring where McDonough gives them the uh, senior money in the bank case. Bro, the end of this show, here's what I'm doing. 15 seconds, 30 seconds, bro. Um, They're in the locker room. Uh, Basically, um, El Senor's got both cases, takes the original case, says, is looking at the new case that says, you know, Senor Money in the Bank, takes the old case, "Ah, I won't be needing this anymore, drops the case in the garbage pail. Yep. All we see, bro, is an arm. Love Somebody it. come and taking the case off of the show. Bro, that's the official case. That's, and you know what, bro? 
That's where it should have been, Balor. Yeah, but they've they've screwed this up so much. But bro, this should be a whole story where this dude gives him the case. Bro, that ain't the official case. And he just takes the official case, throws it in the garbage, and somebody now you can go weeks with who took the case and the controversy of is this the case? Isn't the, bro? They, they will blow that entire opportunity. You could have wrote your show off of that for the next three months. And that's where I make my big comeback, pal. I'm going over it, man. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, you got another guy with two spine injuries fighting for a title. You might as yeah. well bring the boss back off a of spine injury. Yeah. Um, that's absolutely brilliant and absolutely what should have bro, I'm going to say maybe they're going down that road. But seriously, how, how do you miss that? You can't miss that, bro. No, and, and and with Finn to be the guy as opposed to a JD McDonough who's trying to we I was thinking him, but when you said Finn, that's a far higher stakes uh, piece right there, right? So if you really wanted to, I don't know if you could do a double cash in. I mean, how do you pay that off of like the most heat possible that Finn comes out and sneaks one and 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 goes over for the title on Seth? You know, that's what yeah. really needs to happen, right? And then. And then that was the cash in. So now he's just walking around with a senior money in the bank briefcase. There's yeah. nothing more bro, than a you problem. Know, you know right? what? You know what would make more sense? Who would take the the, the case? McDonough. That's what I was saying. The, well, the, yeah. the idiot fell for it, bro. The, right. the moron fell right. for it. You right, know? Right, right, and, right. and that would have got well, him over. Well, it, like I don't, I don't disagree that McDonough's a good choice, but I think you are more spot on in the fact that. Finn could be yeah. the mastermind that colluded that, and he's yeah. just the stooge. Yeah, yeah. And Finn is going to put the heat on him because yeah. he's going to go. Maybe, maybe they're going to go down that road. We'll, we'll see, bro. Maybe maybe they just wanted to do a stupid new briefcase so Marks uh, would buy but, it. But, but again, if they are going to go down that road, bro, that's got to be the cliffhanger at the end of the show. It should have been on this show. You like yeah. you said what they ended yeah. on versus not. You know what yeah, I mean? That's got to be the cliffhanger. Uh, Nakamura and Ricochet. But here's the thing, how they would write it. If they got all the way to that point and they dropped it in the trash, you see the hand, then uh, three weeks later it'd be revealed. It was Nakazawa, Tazawa the whole time. Like, whatever the fuck, you know? Like, it'll be some fucking terrible thing. All right, bro. We got Nakamura and Ricochet. You got anything on that? Uh, yeah, just that the whole business coming out of the pay-per-view was absolutely wrong. Yeah. This should have been a big night of Nakamura coming down and doing it. And then the PC woke shit. <laughs> Nakamura comes out to cut the promo in Japanese with no subtitles. And Seth's in the ring and goes... I don't understand your native tongue, but I'm thinking you said, let's do this. <laughs> like, dude, where is the fucking, <laughs> you know, like, I don't understand Ching Chong Bing Bong, pal, but get the hell down here and I'll fight your ass. Like, just the, oh, it's, it's so hot, but excuse me while I take a minute to be PC culture before I go back into my wrestling promo real quick. Ah, oh, bro, that, that is not committing to the bit that is in a, that is not playing to the height of the intelligence of your audience. They want something in the moment and you're taking them out of it because you're scared of cancel culture, bro. Uh, That that's, that's where this show is just like, 
<laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And like you said, bro, you want you want to give the big Archie Bunker <laughs> Raspberry a freaking heel, loses the shot at the title, the baby face offers his, um, another one the next night, and he, he says, says no. no, not no. once, not twice, three times. Yeah. Like in 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 what world? Can you imagine no. Kurt, Kurt Henning? No. That's no, right. Nah, nah. I'm, I, I lost. I lost last night. We're, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're, good. we're good. We're nah, good. Yeah, and your spine's effed up, and you can't. And then, dude, this was bad too. At the end, when they're doing the business, and uh, he's got him down on the ground. They, I don't know if this Nakamura didn't realize the camera was behind him, and he thought he was getting shot from this way. But the, these little pitter pat stomps and shit that where he's yeah. against the, it, it was cringeworthy bad work bro as opposed to let me get one ah do a karate stance and then boot him and then let him sell we're doing tink 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 on your shoulder and on oh oh the pain oh like just rotten level work and he's a far superior worker that i don't think he realized he was getting shot over his shoulder there yeah bro what you think because i know i know you like the raiders so what did you think about the riddle mcintyre raider match with the uh, new day interference there yeah, I mean, it's all just front-loaded business of what's going to happen with New Day and McIntyre. Um, at least the Viking Raiders are looking badass. I, I like that they've incorporated the wife. I think there's so much more we could be doing with, uh, you know, pre-tapes with bonfires, especially during the summer. Yeah, oh, we should, yeah absolutely. You know, there, there's there's blood oaths and, and, and Odin and, and spells and even – Papa Shango level stuff of like black goo coming out of people's mouths if they want to with that, you know? So uh, there, there's definitely a lot that we're leaving on the table just by going, they're Vikings and they paint their face, but they are kicking ass in there. The, these guys are all smash mouth wrestlers. And uh, I, I like all four, I, I like all five people involved, really six, I yeah. guess, count, count Kingston, but it just doesn't fit when you're trying to put Braveheart together with Vikings together with, hip-hop clowns uh you know and then uh uh mma fighter or stoner on a scooter like uh, what yeah. where are we where are we you know? bro i gotta tell you i was absolutely shocked at the segment that opened at the top of the show because you got jay uso coming out which bro i am so happy that somebody other than Sami Zayn and kevin owens and judgment day are opening this show I'm so happy. Jey Uso, a breath of fresh air. So happy. So then Sammy comes out, bro, with this cornball as you can get. This is about you and me. I'm very happy you're here. You broke free. All this bullshit and the hug. Bro, I was shocked. They didn't hit Judgment Day music, and this wasn't the tag at the end of the show. Me, I me was, too. I, I was like, are you? I was absolute. When I saw that hug. I'm like, okay, bro, there's there's your match. Here comes Joe. I was shocked they didn't do that, bro. There's an interesting thing that I, I'm sure will get dropped. Uh, and, yeah, I'm, I'm, I thought it was going to be paint by numbers like that, too. But later in the show, Dominic and Jay have a little scene backstage, right, and it's right. kind of like, hey, if you need a family to come home to heels. So are they trying to go – is the heel and Jay going to be the dominant aspect or is the baby face going to be, and he's tortured within himself of which way to go the fast track to get with those guys and be over or having to do it by yourself. So we're going to get to that choice down the road here. And I think it's just going to be another one of those wide eyed. 
what do I do? You know what I mean? Uh, over, overwritten, uh, uh, underacted pieces. Yeah. All right, bro. Um, what's going on at Hami Media, bro? Yeah, man, we had a great day, Labor Day. I hope you guys had a relaxing Labor Day because I worked from Friday to Monday nonstop with my cannabis court case and all that shit. I had to get 61 documents together to get to the lawyers. So I'm I'm running on empty right now. But it was a great day on the Monday locker room having run-ins from uh, John Hartnett from Team Colby Covington. Uh, Von Lylas was there, my man, the vet, talking about what we're going to talk about, all the CM Punk stuff uh, that's, uh, you know, been breaking and, and happening. So uh, very, very cool to have uh, this wrestling universe of my former OVW brothers and Russo brand members and UFC guys uh, pretty much all, uh, you know, hanging out and having high-level qualified conversations not armchair quarterback goofs who've never fucking done it and they've only bought a ticket you know so uh those type and that was just me going hey you want to do a run-in you want to do a run-in do it and the best will always find each other so it was a great monday locker room a great friday locker room with renee dupree uh as well so we're hitting on all cylinders as well as uh the entire hmg staff i want to thank those guys uh for being great laborers for for getting all the nxt shows out uh impact attack uh we have wreckage which is our collision review i don't know how much longer that'll be going on but uh in the rampage review as well so big shout out to to all the hmg staff a huge shout out to kaz this week putting out those clips for russo brand some of them i saw dustin uh uh runnels uh gold dust uh shared one yesterday without even being tagged in it something uh, that you were putting out there i think with the lions tigers bears and head uh, he's so- still whole i got he 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 <laughs> bro i had such a great relationship with bro dustin and terry did one of the things for me like mm. which was probably the nice two of the nicest things I think anybody ever in the business did for me. First thing they did, bro, was they bought me a very, 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 very expensive, you know, soft case that I used on the road to put my Mm. scripts in and all that stuff. That's number one. Bro, number two, I went with them to the Conan O'Brien show because, bro, the producer of that show actually let me write the entire segment. Conan's mm. part and everything. So, bro, we go. I get on the plane. Of, of course, they're in first class, you know, and I, I'm back in coach. Bro, I never, ever got a first class ticket ever. So I'm sitting in coach and the stewardess comes to the back. Bro, those guys upgraded me to first class. Wow. And Dustin and Terry. And I never forget shit like that. Yeah. So, bro, we had such a a, 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 a close, close, close relationship. And then, bro, I go to WCW, and there's the seven character. The seven character was created by Dusty. Okay, so they start running these seven vignettes. And, bro, remember, a kid was involved in those vignettes. Mm -hmm. Standards and practices went freaking ballistic. You are going to scare the hell out of children. Children are going to get nightmares, this, that, and the other thing. Literally kill the character. And, and to this day, Dustin blames me for killing Seven. And I've told this story a million times, bro. That, but, it, but again, now 
take it with a grain of salt because I am a pathological liar. Yeah. But I've said it with a grain of salt. That's exactly how it went down. So it's like, you know, I haven't spoken to him for many, many, many years. And then, of course, been I get during the interviews how how he has heat with Vince Russo. And I'm like, really, bro? Like, seriously, man? Whatever. But that's why I'm shocked. When you said he put something over, I'm shocked. Yeah, it went over 30,000 views. And uh, and even, uh, you know, I'll say it too, like uh, in this fickle, strange business where our push can influence our judgment and emotions of over human beings, you know. Uh, I think uh, Nick Aldis unblocked HMG after uh, a while. So, you know, uh, we're just trying to do good business. And sometimes there's hot takes because we can be foolish and emotional sometimes too because – this is our livelihood and, and our passion and our art form. Uh, but hopefully as men, we can be bigger than that yeah, and, and, and show that. Yeah. And, yeah. and the brilliance of you guys working together, man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, out of the, you know, kindness that they, they showed you that way was because they appreciated you putting stock and saying, let's develop this gold dust character, possibly one of the highest level characters to ever be on wrestling TV. And and when you invest in something like seven, that's got to have a big commitment to it as well. And it goes sideways for whatever reason. Uh, and th- here's the thing. Studio executives are fucking morons most yeah, of the time. Absolutely, too. Yeah. And, yeah. and and absolutely. We're there to scare. No, we're we're not doing this because we don't want to scare children. That's exactly what we're trying to do with this type of shit, man, to yeah. to be in their nightmares. So the parents go, what is the seven character that's got my kids yeah. scared? <laughs> and, and now we're talking right like yeah, and me and meanwhile meanwhile chucky is going into season three on usa network right right no we can't but, we can't have phony wrestling everything else in wrestling is phony this character that floats out to the yeah, ring exactly that, completely yeah. real yeah completely yeah. like just bro, asinine bro do you know how they check out stevie's channel bro do you know what that address is for them yeah jasmine check it out he just dropped a new um uh, four uh part uh piece with goldberg uh, rhino Wow. I think Edge and um, I Spears, can't all about all, Spears. All the Spears. Oh, yeah, that's so. awesome! That'll that'll yeah. do a million, bro. That's yeah. awesome, bro. And that's it. Stevie Richards wrestling analysis, and I know all the offices are watching because they've all had people hit him up on the inside, and he's doing phenomenal, positive work like only Stevie can do with a master's level education, breaking it down and applying his technology addiction uh, with yeah. the smart board, with the the amount of hours that it takes to clip all that to get it into something where then he has to stand in front and deliver you know a great education so really for what he's giving away for free uh any wrestler worth their salt should be subscribing to patreon.com slash db richards because what you see on youtube you're getting even more of and more in depth yeah. and exclusivity on his patreon and any indie wrestler any student or anybody even on the main roster should be putting their ego aside and going this is how you do tape review. Tape review is a huge skill unto itself yeah. of learning how to watch wrestling. Or even if you're a referee, watching it from a referee's point of view, do that at home, you guys, next time you're, you're watching. Don't even watch the wrestlers. Try and watch a ref for an entire match and see what the, it, it will change your perspective. Oh, on yeah, everything. absolutely. Absolutely, bro. So, so interesting and great stuff from Stevie over there, guys. All right, guys, we are going to jump over to Master Shoot Theater. It's, it's, it's the entire CM Punk 
Tony Khan situation, and also the future, man, of, of CM Punk, mm. WWE. We're going to talk all about that, guys. You could see that show, Just Ben and I, patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. So did Stevie do the SmackDown review with you? Stevie and I did SmackDown yeah, review and some payback uh, as well. So There you so go. Great. So you guys can see that too right here. That is it, everybody. We will see you over on Master Shoot Theater. First of all, Don't tell me what to do.